Well, you know, beloved has many meanings. It could be fool. <laughs> and it depends on how you say it. Beloved. That means fool. You need to sit down. Or, oh, beloved. It means that you done lost your darn mind. But when you say it from the heart, oh, beloved, just this is unacceptable. I need one bill. Cancel these and give me one. Okay. And bring me back my call. Funky, the people want to hear from you. Love thing. We got the love thing. Deep intense attraction. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love thing. Physical attraction. We got a love thing. I'm so sick of singing it. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Punky Johnson. And I'm Dicey. And you tuned in to Love Thing with me and my best Dicey. Keep it real raw about all things love, sex, and relationships. That mean we don't hold and we don't sugarcoat. That's right. From one-night stands to situationships, we've got tales from the bedroom to share and advice to give because we've been through all of this, so we're here to help you navigate through your shit. That's right. So sit back, relax, and get ready for the Love Thing. Punky, punky, punky. Yes. We really need today's episode. I mean, we've been needing this for quite some time. You know, it's time for us to address our friendship and get down to the nitty gritty of why you get on my nerves so much. Okay, whatever. But before (laughs) we start the show, what's up with you, Punky? How you been? I've been good. I've had a long week. I've had a long couple weeks as y'all know we back in season. Oh, yeah. Um, I bombed that table horribly this week, but it's okay because I had three great weeks in a row. You did. And I was due for a bombing. Uh-huh. I was due for a couple bombings. One of my homeboys, he was sitting at the table. He was so mad his t- piece got pulled. I said, say, bruh, sometimes they save you when they pull them pieces. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have pulled mine because <laughs> I took a hit this week. <laughs> I mean, you know, it happens. But the, the after party kind of made up for it. That's my favorite part. The after parties with the ju- you know what that octopus. Ooh, I hate when you eat stuff like that at the table. It was so I hate when you, good. I hate when you order stupid stuff at the table, and it be under my name. I hate it. Why you just can't order regular stuff? Like what? Don't nobody eat no octopus. I only eat seafood. It, what a what a delectable sea creature. It was it's so good. I whatever. Anyway, um. But well, you had a good week. I had a good week. I'm I'm ready for Thanksgiving. I'm ready for the holiday. Well, I'm just ready for the holidays, period. But I'm ready for you to leave, mainly. You ready I'll, for me to I'll, leave I'll my the, house? I'll have that your house. You ready to, for me to leave I'll my house? I'll have your house to myself. That's crazy. For a whole week. That's and I'm crazy. So it couldn't be more excited. I'm just happy to see <laughs> my mom and my dad. I got me and my dad a project to do because my my mom tends to 
she she always do all the cooking and while she do all the cooking me and him we kind of linger around and you know we just chill when we drinking and we getting towed down mm-hmm. while she doing all the work so she's always like y'all ain't doing nothing I come up in here I cook I clean and I slave and he, y'all <laughs> are just living a life of Riley so I bought a bar for my house and me and my dad are gonna put it together while she's cooking oh we still gonna be drinking but I want to show her that we are you know we doing some work so she don't trip too much this year that's a surprise for her the surprise is me and him gonna be doing some work while Mm -hmm. she's doing work so she don't feel like you know what I'm saying Uh that like she's overworked so yeah that's what we that's very sweet I think so too all I know is we've done over 20 episodes about love and relationships but we've yet to address our relationship with each other and that's what we need to work on the most everybody's told us lately we've been getting DMs about (laughs) our arguments and you know it's just time to it's time to do something about it All right. And who better to straighten us out than the one and only Ianla Van Zandt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this this was huge for us. This is so huge. This is so huge. I'm so excited to work through this little friendship Me that too. we got going on. There's nobody better to do it than Ianla. She's going to take us to friendship therapy today, y'all. She's going to help us to work out the kinks. And she's going to help Dicey understand why she's always so wrong about everything <sighs> that she does. No, you didn't. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who she is, she is the fixer of all fixers. You may know her as the host of Hit On series, Ianla Fix My Life, which recently completed its 10th and final season. Dice and I, we have the honor of working our issues with one of the country's most celebrated writers and public speakers. She's amongst the most acclaimed spiritual life coaches of our time. Her body of work spans over three decades and includes 15 published books, six New York Times bestsellers, CDs, television, radio, stage performances, all dedicated to facilitating the growth and evolution of human consciousness and let me tell you something that's exactly what me and punky need growth and evolution (laughs) and i know some of y'all you know you're familiar with her famous one-liners from iyama fix my life let's play some clips and i want you to read these lyrics to dorothy dandridge go ahead read those to her oh man it would be embarrassing read them to her pop my butt pop pop my butt pop my butt pop pop my butt do you know what pop my butt meant to harriet tubman do you know what that meant? It meant a whip. It meant a whip to her. Rosa Parks sat on the bus. Read that to her. <laughs> Go ahead. Everything I want, I have. Really? Everything I want, I have. You know what she wanted? A seat on a damn bus. Sit down, she was tired. Yeah. And you sing that. And what are you talking about? Go ahead. Tell her what you're talking about when you say it. But I turn, I turn up where I'm at because I'm a frost bitch. I'm a frost bitch. I pay the cost to be the boss bitch. Oh, you telling Sojourner Truth you the boss bitch? And she's even going to help us decide today is Punky tripping. Which I'm not. This is going to be a good one. You're always tripping. Let's get to it. Listen, everybody. I know a lot of y'all wondering, why is Punky and Dicey doing friendship therapy with Ianla? Van Zant today. And I'm here to tell you why. The answer is simple. This is a relationship podcast. All we do is talk about relationships, which is a good thing. But one thing people fail to want to talk about is why don't we put the same effort into having healthy friendships as we do with the people that we date? When you have issues with your lover, what you do? You go to lovers therapy, you go to couples therapy, you, you know, you want to do things to stay together and work through your relationships. As what I'm doing with my therapist, Linda. We go to family counseling. 
when you're having issues with your kids or your family. But when you get fed up with your friends, you shut them out. And I, I got to hold myself accountable for that because the minute I get upset or angry, I'm like a light switch. I could shut you out my life like you never existed. So I need help with that as well. I feel like we spend an equal amount of time with our friends as we do our lovers. You know, we text just as much. We, we tell each other our secrets. We go to happy hours. We FaceTime on a regular. We, we go to the club. We do all of that with our best friends, right? But it's just a good friend plays a crucial role in your life just as your lover, but without doing all that nasty and that filthy stuff. And nine times out of ten, your bestie was there before your lover. And nine times out of ten, your bestie going to be there after your lover is gone. You you making some valid points. You, you you preaching. You over you, you over here preaching. I got and it. If I'm being honest with you, I'm only your friend because I'm doing the Lord's work. <laughs> because I'm I'm being obedient to the Lord. I am your shepherd. Um, you know, I'm here to make sure you don't get canceled. You you might be sick of me, but you depend on me a lot for emotional support. I like to call myself your emotional support, bitch, because <laughs> that's what I've been doing for you lately is providing you with all this emotional support. And you just do me so dirty. And I could cancel you because I know all of your business. I could write a tell all ebook and, and you would be done for. But, you know, you could write um, a tell all ebook about me. Yes, you would be canceled. <laughs> Shut up. You can First tell it of all, all, I'm not scared, Dicey. I'm not scared. It's just hard to be I your friend. I stand ten toes down on everything Ugh. that I done did. It's ten so, toes. It's so hard to be your friend sometimes. <laughs> you are so ungrateful. You should be so much more grateful for me. That I just wish that you understood. Listen, I am grateful for you. For all of y'all who's been following me for a while, y'all know me and Dicey how we get down. We've been cool for over, I mean, it's probably going on like 15 years now. She features for me on a tour, on our Childish and Petty tour, which means everybody that we travel together we we do the podcast together, which means she's in New York all the time, <laughs> which means she's living in my house and we party together. So obviously everywhere I look is dicey, 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 dicey. We're in 15 group chats together. I am sick of dicey. I'm sick of the way you chew. I'm sick of the way you say 20 with your t- with your top teeth and your bottom teeth. Don't go apart when you say 20. I you just, just, I'm noticing these little bitty kink. I'm just getting so upset <laughs> about everything. I don't want to even see half of my family members as much as I see you. But on the other hand, we do have a bunch of love for each other. We scheme together. We plot together. We lie together. We manipulate together. <laughs> I be soliciting your coochie. <laughs> but our pettiness does interfere with our business a little bit, which it cannot happen at all anymore because money over everything for me. And I know it's money over everything for you, Dicey, because you a gold digger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> listen, I just I want to I just want to set the record straight. I appreciate you so much on some real shit. I really appreciate you. Like no friend of mine, business partner, whatever, has done as much for me as you have, have brought me all these opportunities. Um, and you know, you're not a hater. That's one thing you're not as a hater. We we have all these dope opportunities coming towards us. Every day we're getting really good calls mm-hmm. and I just feel like we just need some pointers to help us get through some of our friendship hiccups so mm-hmm. we can keep keep making this money together. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, and you're right about that and I agree with you. But aside getting the money, since we've been living together, I've just been seeing everything that makes me mad about you I wonder how you be in any type of relationship because I'm like, I mean, don't get it twisted. You would be a good housewife, but you'd be doing some dumb, dumb stuff. And it's getting really, really toxic between us, between living together and working together and just hanging together. I think I have and I'm gonna hold myself 
accountable for this and I'm going to take responsibility for my actions. But sometimes I ain't going to lie. I I do forget ways to be healthy. I do forget mm-hmm. to check in on you, tap in on you emotionally and mentally. And I apologize to you for that. Okay. But and we and we show it to the world. I know the world do see it. Kind uh-huh, of. Uh-huh. I ain't that bad, though. You're horrible. You're horrible. What they see is how you treat me and how you conduct Instagram polls where you got your little fans talking <laughs> shit about my outfits. And, I, you know, it's just that's crazy. That is the rudest thing. So, Punky, before we get any further, can we just bring Miss Iyamla on? Because she does not need to miss this tea. No, she don't need to miss the tea. Let's just let's just lay it out on the line. Yo, we got Miss Iyamla on the line. How you doing? It is so good to see you. So good to have you. Your smile, your energy is just radiant, and I can feel it. It Me is electric. Too. How are you doing? <laughs> Y'all are a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> we need some healing. You got to help I, us. Really? I, really? I'm not that bad. She's horrible. <laughs> I, well, you know, I was listening. I was listening to you, and of course, I have some inquiries, but if your friendship was better, what would that look like for you, Punky? What would that look like? I never if thought. Of, I never even thought about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. A better friendship would look like her treating me like an actual adult. A better friendship would look like her acting like an actual <laughs> adult. I can't treat adults that <laughs> act like children like adults. I can't. Okay. I, you know what? You know what? You know what? We about to dig deep. Okay. Let's, let's, hold that thought. Okay. Let's put a pin in that. All right. Because I want to do something important really, really quick. Before we get into the tea, do you want to tell the people about season two of your podcast, The R Spot, really quick? Well, yeah. You know, okay. this is it. We look at relationships, all kinds of relationships. And my vision for The R Spot is to give people the tools and the information that they need to make the relationship better. Whatever the relationship is, yes, your friendship, sistership, marriage, uh, you know, even at work. Mm-hmm. So at the R spot, you know, we talk about challenges. We talk about positions because it's clear both of y'all got a position. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and as long it's, as it's you clear. sit on your position, chances are you're gonna get knocked on your butt eventually. Mm-hmm. But we talk about positions and really how do you what is it that you need to work through those challenges? Because, of course, I'm not with everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. And most of us simply don't have the skills and the tools we need to make the relationships healthy, to make them more fulfilling, to make them more sustaining. And so I'm a, I'm a technician, so I want you to have the skills and the tools. You, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire Linda. <laughs> She, <laughs> my therapist is fired already. <laughs> she gonna be mad. I need to see you, Miss <laughs> Yamla. I've always been curious from your new podcast to fix my life. Why is repairing relationships so important to you? Because everything is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Every single thing. We're in relationship with money, with food, with each other, with the environment. Every single thing is a relationship. And you're in relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. So your relationship with yourself is what's going to show up in your relationship with everybody else. Oh, damn. Everything else. So if we don't have good self-care, good self-image, good self, 
uh, balance and boundaries for ourself, identity of ourself, awareness of ourself, it's going to show up in every other relationship. I love that. So that's what we talk about on the R spot. And I see some spots where y'all don't have good (laughs) (laughs) self-awareness. Because people wonder why, because we, people always wondering why we need friendship therapy we are very toxic, but in a loving way, honestly. Like, we do love each other. That's my homegirl. But mm-hmm. we do talk to each other like Punky, shit. there is no good toxicity. <laughs> what? I, I do not like that. Thank you. She's about to put me in way. my place this whole episode. I'm so upset. Yes, you need to be put in your place the whole episode. Look, it's been crazy because we go to these meetings. Like, our producers are like... Okay, so maybe y'all need some coaching on how to speak to each other in these meetings because I done told Dice to kiss my ass so much over the Zoom in a work meeting. <laughs> and I done told her, she, I'm like, Dicey, that's just dumb in the work meeting. So they're like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to figure this out. And, and that's how we got you here. So thank you. And I think I might be ready to hold myself accountable. Okay, good. I, I think so. I, and I also think we got a couple of videos that might just explain just how toxic you are and how you treat me. Um, Whatever. Elise, can you pull that video up on the screen and just let's show the people. Don't, why, Ms., you gotta show that to, why you got to show that to mm-hmm. her? Because they need to see. Oh my God. Girl, please, please, please do not wear that sh- It is cute, but Audrey said I look like I was in a costume. That sh- looks stupid. What's wrong with dressing up a little bit? You ain't going to no damn pageant. You don't wear possum fur in places like this. You see how she called my, my stole possum fur? That is so rude. <laughs> that, that that video just makes me look bad it makes me look bad but you don't never see the videos we don't have videos of dicey always losing her phone every time we go somewhere um being never on time when we go somewhere like she wasn't on time today got the uber drive outside waiting dicey she's we we dicey always losing her purse one time she left her purse in the produce section all dicey <laughs> do is hold people up because her brain is not attached to her shoulders it is can you help us i don't know <laughs> miss 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 Iyanla, the, the main issue I want to work on is Punky treat me like a regular adult because she starts bossing me around as soon as we wake up in the morning. And I'm not allowed to close doors at her house unless I'm using the restroom. She makes me sleep with the door open. She follows me around. She doesn't trust me to even make Walmart orders. She doesn't trust me to get anywhere on time. She sends me a black car a lot, you know, because she just wants to make sure I'm on time. And I do have to be honest with you. Sometimes I act extra lost so I can get a black car, you know, but I just feel like that is part of my payment for being your friend. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, you, you, uh, Miss Dicey are making that about punky, but I would ask you, what's the benefit that you get in allowing yourself to be treated that way, allowing yourself to be spoken to that way? Cause you can't make her responsible for what you accept. Well, <laughs> I just got told. No, you know, you're, and you're absolutely right. And I ask myself that all the time. I ask myself, okay. but, but you know, and what um, is the answer? The answer is the short answer for right now is that she's very stressed out at work. I talk to her a lot while she's at work. And when she comes home, sometimes I, I don't want to be like an extra stress or burden to her. I, so maybe I just accept 
certain things and, you know, I just let her talk to me certain ways because I know that she's been str- she's stressed out. Daisy, because you know it's out of love. Let's establish that this is it how is we out love. Of love. This is just our love language. Everybody know that my love language is verbal abuse. <laughs> if I'm not verbally abusing you, that means that I just don't love you. Now, doesn't that sound ridiculous? It does sound ridiculous. I know that it sounds toxic, but... I was raised in that, and that is just how we love each other. You know I don't mean well, you no harm when I talk to right you crazy. There. So, I mean, you you just nailed it, Miss Punky. You said, I- uh, you said, I was raised that way. So the way you are responding, reacting, interacting is familiar for you. That must also mean that the way sh- you're showing up, Miss Dicey, is familiar for you. Somebody thinking for you, somebody speaking for you, somebody making choices and decisions for you. But what that also does, it allows you to be irresponsible in your own life. You don't get to choose. You get to follow. Oh, That's a bonding pattern. That's a bonding pattern. Ooh. Hold up. She don't need to know where to get stronger at. <laughs> See? <laughs> she don't need to recognize her strengths. <gasps> yeah, she wants to keep me in bondage. So that so now we're getting somewhere. I love And you this. are voluntarily participating in it. You are I, voluntarily participating. The thing is, when it becomes uh, hazardous or um, when it begins to impact the work that you want to do together. I mean, that's fine that, that if y'all... Because it seems like, you know, you're balanced. You may be verbally aggressive towards her. I wouldn't say it's it's abusive. It's abusive if she doesn't accept it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she tells you no, and you continue to do it. That's abusive. Okay. But it, it's, it's verbally aggressive, but she accepts it. So it says to me that you all haven't created clear boundaries in your relationship. Dicey. That you don't have a clear boundary about what is and isn't acceptable. We're going to take a quick break and make some money, y'all. But stay tuned. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway. 
and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. We back, y'all. We started gentle friendshiping about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Now it's on and it's off. And, you know, sometimes I forget. And when I forget and be like, you dumb bitch, I be like, oh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> we supposed to be gentle friendshiping. <laughs> and when we gentle friendship, we wake up. I say, good morning, Dicey. She said, good morning, Punky. I said, Dicey, would you like to get breakfast? Would you like to go to the gym? And that has been our gentle friendshiping. And it's been working and it's been fantastic. Like if she lose her phone or if she get lost on the subway. I said, Dicey, why don't didn't you call me for help? Instead of saying, you can't do nothing. You just need me, don't you? So that's been working. When we stay in the mind frame of, didn't we agree to do gentle friendshiping? That works a lot. I, I, I have a question for you, Miss Iyanla. How should I react to her when she comes home in these moods and, you know, I'll ask her one little thing and it'll set her off? Like, how, how, should, how am I supposed to react to that and without, you know, compromising well, let my... Me, let me ask you a question okay. because I, I, we got to be clear. I'm not clear. So I heard you say you all live together. Are you a tenant in her house or are you a house guest? Or do you all share responsibilities for the home you share together? Because that creates an environment also. If you a tenant in her house, she can tell you when you can and can't close the door. Mm-hmm. If you're a house guest, then we would expect her to treat you with some modicum of decency and respect. If you're a co-dweller, a co-owner where you have equal responsibility, then she don't get to tell you what to do with your door. Right. Have you all ever gotten clear about what that is well I, I wasn't expecting to be here this long we thought we were going to have the podcast wrapped in August but you know things kept happening we have this tour that we were on as well so and I, I had a place here when I first got to New York that it it, not, it didn't ended up working uh, it ended up not working out and she was already kind of mad at me for what does that mean wait a minute what does that mean the, it, it mean, ended up not working out person that she was renting from they had a disagreement about yes. something and then they voided the lease. Yes. Point blank period. And so then I then I ended up coming to live with Punky. But I, we thought I was going to be gone in August. But the podcast has gone on. We've had other things going on here in New York now that I've been here that have just caused me to have to 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 be here. So, um, of course, no, I'm, I'm not paying any rent or anything because um, she makes all the money. She's the one that's famous. But I don't I don't mind that. Dicey. <laughs> I, I actually wanted Dicey to come over because. I'm crazy. Look, this is how I be thinking. Ain't nobody going to talk to you crazy but me. That's what she tells me. Because I didn't like what happened with her and the other ladies. I'm like, Dicey, you should have been here in the first place. Let's just knock this podcast out. Let's not work out. You come over here. Now, here's what I can say. We have not established any boundaries. We have not established what position we play in the house. We have not. But I think we've been on a, like Dicey, she cooks. She, she basically has become like a really, really good housewife honestly like <laughs> I I haven't cleaned the house in six months I haven't cooked a meal I might have cooked three meals in six months she always makes sure I got food you know like I'm be I do be stressed out at work but it does help to have somebody there that kind of make me forget about work but Dicey just do these little small things that make me mad like me not trusting her with the Walmart list I am not used to running out of things 
I don't run out of soap. I don't run out of tissue. I don't run out of paper towel. Order, order, order. I just, I, that's how I run it. Dicey will wait till we are on the brown roll. <laughs> she, she's like, oh, we need paper towel. And it is of my expectation for somebody to have the, I'm not even going to say common sense, but the decency to be like, oh, we're on the last roll. I should probably order some paper towel. But she waits to the end. But have, and then you established, with- have you established between the two of you that she is responsible to make sure that what is needed in the house is in the house? Well, you know have what? Have you created that space? You're right. We haven't. We, it kind of just been a thing in the air. Dicey, your responsibility is toilet paper, paper towel, soap, and detergent. And, and Miss Yama, Wait a minute, Miss, Miss Dicey. Mm-hmm. Is that a responsibility that you're willing to accept? Are you willing to take that on? Definitely, I am. So you got to make that agreement because that's the other thing I'm hearing. Shake on. You all have expectations but no agreements. One more thing, time out. And could you tell her to get the name brands that I get? Because she be coming up with... I'm like, whatever name brand is in this house is the name brand we should get. I, for one, if I'm replacing somebody's stuff, I get exactly what they get. So right. she's going to tell me, do you mind if the detergent different? What? Yes, I mind if the detergent different. Well, but what kind of detergent <laughs> do you want, Miss Dicey? Well, I like the little pods because they're just easy. And she likes. So can you get pods for yourself I and can. get her what she wants? Yes, I can. Again, no agreements, no boundaries, and most of all, no consequences for bad behavior. So I want to go back to this for a moment. As long as you are taking orders, as long as you are um, dependent upon or codependent upon, Miss Dicey, you don't have to take responsibility for your life. And I heard you say, but she the one with the money. But you a grown ass <laughs> woman. Oh, yeah. Ooh. This is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you don't want that Mm-hmm. Then get you an apartment, mm-hmm. buy your pods, let your toilet paper run out, <laughs> and let get her a housekeeper or a house manager that can handle that stuff for her. Y'all don't have clear lines of of responsibility and agreement and commitment. That is de- that is very very true. You know what you know what I do that I need to start taking responsibility for. I have expectations of people. Of, of what I would do. And mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that we're all different. Like my yeah. expect, I should verbally say what I need. I shouldn't expect Dicey to understand what I need. Beautiful. But also in the same breath, I can also say sometimes Dicey, sometimes I'd be like, how does this, how is this not common sense to you? Sometimes like, like I'm gonna give you an example, right? I left the house. I had tequila. I came back to the house <laughs> I didn't have tequila. It's so late, we can't order tequila. Dicey, did you drink the tequila? Uh, yes. Why didn't you replace the tequila? Um, well, I figured you wouldn't want none when you got back. That'd be my problem. It was 3 o'clock in the morning I when figured, she got back. It don't matter. I figured you didn't want none. So basically, Dicey be making these, creating these narratives. My thing is, just ask. Yo, I drank all the tequila. You want me to get some more? Or, you know what? I should probably put some tequila in this house. She's stressed. But again, that goes back to, is she a house guest? Is she a tenant? What are the boundaries and the parameters 
of her being in the house, she says we live together. So that gives her equal footing. And equal you're footing. saying my house, my tequila, my toilet paper, my brands. That's not clear. Y'all got to get that clear. Mm -hmm. Because if it's her house and she drinks the tequila, if she gets some more, she do. If she don't, she don't. But if it's your house and she's a guest or a tenant, she either needs permission to drink the tequila and she needs to know that if you use the last of anything, it's your responsibility to replace it. But again, Miss Dicey, I'm sorry to be in your world like this. <laughs> You're not taking responsibility for who you are as an yeah. adult. Dicey, and, you know, Dicey uh, says she don't have no red flags. Part of it, no, the, the, we'll, we'll come back to that. Part of, of my, uh, why I am like I am right now, I'm not making excuses for myself, but I'm going through a divorce. Um, and this is like the first place that I've kind of been outside of that. And I've, I've just been in a cloud. I don't know. I've just been like. So you haven't landed in terms of who you are and where you're going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's your stuff. Mm -hmm. She don't have to. <laughs> she's not responsible she's for not. that. She's not. <laughs> Were and you I, a stay-at-home mom in your marriage? <laughs> no, I, I definitely wasn't. But um, again, a lot of... Uh, no, I wasn't. A, I wasn't. It was very uh, equal. Part, it was an equal partnership there. We We had our defined things we did in our relationship. Yeah. So why aren't you in equal partnership with Miss Punky living in her house? I think, like you said before, we haven't set those boundaries. and We just kind of got thrown together. I wasn't expecting to live with her. And so I think a healthy version, back to what you were saying, a healthy version of our relationship will definitely start with us defining these, you know, who we are, just even at the house. First of all, we could just start there. And the other thing that I, and this is probably from your marriage or from your previous relationships, don't think for her. If she comes home in a bad mood, that's her business. Mm -hmm. And you have to set the boundary of how she can and cannot treat you. If she's having a bad day, she need to get another one and get it quick. <laughs> but there's no consequences for bad behavior. She couldn't call me, a, you know, the B word, but too many times without there being a consequence, whether it's I move out, or we don't do meetings together. There's no consequences. Why should she change? Yeah, that's a and the point. same thing for you, Miss Punky. There's no, what's the consequence of her drinking your tequila? What? How was that resolved? I would just like to say, it was not even enough tequila in there to cuss a cat, like my mom says. But, but it was you, her tequila. But do it you was understand your tequila? And it wasn't our tequila. It was her tequila. It was. Okay. What was the consequence? I got cussed out. <laughs> <laughs> And was that acceptable to get cussed out? No, it wasn't acceptable at all. So what was the consequence of getting cussed out? Um, the con I, You know, I probably just felt bad for about five to ten minutes. And then I just went to the liquor store and bought another bottle of tequila. The next day? The next day. But honestly, I thought I had time because she got she w it was her late night. And sometimes she doesn't even come home on Tuesday nights because she's at work the whole night. And so she didn't get back till three o'clock in the morning. And who drinks tequila at three o'clock in the morning? But see, that's my Punky. problem. Her making decisions for me. It's like, yo, thinking what? for you, thinking for you. Uh huh. Yeah. And I shouldn't have done that. I'm learning. I'm learning so much right now. And Miss Punky, yes, I want to acknowledge you because you said something that was very important. You said, "I see things a certain way, and I just think everybody sees it the same way, and they don't." 
what I can see between the two of you is you're a maximizer. You see everything big, full blown, full color. And Miss Dicey is a minimizer. So she sees, you know, she don't she don't even know the thing got fine print. <laughs> she just <laughs> no, she it. don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> she she don't see that at all. But that's why y'all can get along. Because you couldn't have two maximizers. Uh, y'all would, you know, be throwing tequila at each other. And you couldn't have two minimizers because nothing would ever get done. Mm-hmm. So that's your bonding pattern. You're the maximizer. She's the minimizer. So she doesn't see it the way you see it. She would never even consider some of the things that you would consider. But she makes sure that when you come into the home, there's something for you to eat. Yes, now, there may not true. be no toilet paper, but you got a meal okay you can't have everything no (laughs) you can but I think it just means you're coming up with some agreements and parameters honoring your agreements and parameters who's doing what what is her role in in the house why can't she close the door so Miss Miss Punky that's about your control stuff right and your control stuff really is about keeping yourself safe it is so it says to me that you had places in your life, your childhood perhaps, that explosive verbal thing where you may not have felt safe. Yes. Emotionally safe or maybe physically safe. So, you know, there's a wonderful book by a man named Paulo Freire that says the oppressed become the oppressors. So you're simply acting out what you experience, even though you do it in a loving way. Abuse is never loving. Toxicity is never loving. And control is a function of the ego that responds to, I'm not safe. So for you, if it doesn't get done this way, if you don't have control of how it gets done, it just triggers up, I'm not safe, or something worse is going to happen, or whatever. So that's your stuff. Talk to you, Linda, about that. <laughs> I told you, Linda fired. I'm gonna be calling you. Um, <laughs> because Don't fire I, Linda. <laughs> listen, I've been trying to figure that out for a long time. So it is a control thing, you know, and that's a big issue that I have in my relationships as well. And it gets on my nerves. It's like this thing that I can't turn off. And I I drive myself insane because after I do the control and behavior, I be like, bro, what is wrong with you? Like, why you, you go into do remorse? That? Yeah, that's, I, I that's just remorse. I that is something that's the ego. That's the ego, beloved. And you know, the ego is that self that wants to keep you separated and the control thing. So what you and Linda need to work on is really nailing down that piece about internal safety and and growing that up in you mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be this way for you to be safe. And the unexpectedness of it. That's why you wanted the you left the tequila there. I heard you. You said I had the tequila. When I left, the tequila was there. When I came back, the tequila was gone. That probably set off a volcano inside of you that this thing that you knew somebody had control over it and took it. So it wasn't about her drinking the the tequila. It was more about what it triggered up inside of you. Dang. I'm Does sorry, that make I sense? Should... Thank you. I, I And I'm sorry that I, that I drink the last of your tequila. I'm sorry. And, and that's that. No God. more tequila for you. You just, you just read me my rights. I, you know what? I, I am going to stay as conscious as I can about 
my controlling behavior. I'm going to work really, really hard on that. No, 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 not control. Control is the effect. Mm -hmm. I want you to stay conscious about, get in touch with when you're not feeling safe. When you're expecting the next shoe to drop. When you're thinking something worse is going to happen. That's what you have to get in trust with, in touch with, because that's what fosters the control. You got to hold it. You got to, it's got to be this way. So you got to start noticing, okay, what triggers you not feeling safe? When people don't agree with you, when they don't see it your way, when they do one thing, say one thing and do something, whatever it is. And you can probably go back, beloved, and look when you're about seven, eight, nine years old. What were your experiences? Mm -hmm. What was going on? What were you hearing? What were how were you spoken to those kinds of things that it's what's happening to you today has nothing to do with today. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It really isn't about the tequila. It's about those shocking traumatizing events where you didn't feel safe. Maybe somebody died or you watching TV and a bottle flies across the room or somebody's getting cussed out or somebody gets shot outside. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, tra- a triggering event. So start paying attention to What it feels like. Do you know what it feels like when you're feeling like you're not in control, you're not safe, you're losing control? What does it feel like? Do you know? Um, I think it feels like I I am a drill sergeant. I am. I call her a drill sergeant. I am, I am. I don't I can't That's how you stay safe. That's how you stay safe. I I just I be thinking about First of all, I got to work on trust because if I let that go, I I need to trust that the person is going to do it their way and it's still going to be okay. Well, not the person do it that way, their way. Think of it this way. I need to trust myself to get through however it shows up. Yeah, there you go. And I do. I do. I, you know what? I'm going off of dicey right now. Friendship, just real quick. In my relationship, the reason why I'm so crazy and OCD is because I'm kind of always, almost the, always the financial person. So it's like if it doesn't get done the way I control. need to get done, it's That's control. Also, I'm just like if it doesn't get done the way I need it to get done, now I got an extra thing to pay for. But that also is triggering from my marriage. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, but also with the friendship, Dicey doesn't inconvenience nobody in financial way at all. So it really doesn't make sense for me to be that way with you. Yeah, I know. But you're not being that way with her, Miss Punky. You're being that way with yourself. She's just getting the overflow. (laughs) (laughs) You're not being that way with her. She's just volunteered and showed up to show you how it's playing out. That's how you're being with yourself. Okay. You're a drill sergeant with yourself. And you know what? It drives me insane. You are unrelenting with yourself. It it makes me crazy and I want to fix that. (laughs) But you just helped me identify it. So now I can lock in with that and really start doing the work to take care of it. Well, let me just say this to you, Miss Punky, and I respect you and love you dearly. But the same crazy mind that got you in it can't get you out of it. You need Linda. <laughs> One you step need at a time. <laughs> the same Linda. crazy mind that put you in that situation can't be the mind you use to try to get out of it. <laughs> you need outside 
help. Okay. <laughs> but at least you understand what it is. Now Ms. I do. Dyson, now I was going to say, it's yeah. been it's been interesting because we both not live with anybody since our divorces. Like our lives have been paralleled in a lot of ways. And to me, it's a, it's a lot of fun living with you. It's fun navigating life now. It's, both of our lives are totally different. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't rather go through this with anybody but you, bitch. Oh, thanks, bitch. I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take it back. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. And it may be, I don't know this to be true and I'm willing to be wrong, that you were bonded to each other right now because your situation is so similar and because there's still unfinished business there Mm -hmm. so that y'all are a safe place to act this out, to work this out as opposed to you being on your own, Miss Dicey, and being responsible for yourself in your healing, Mm -hmm. and Miss Punky being on her own and being responsible. Y'all may have bonded Mm. so that until you break these patterns and you can connect differently. So what I'm hearing, Miss Punky, your situation is about an internal safety that you perhaps do not have. And your situation, uh, Miss Dicey, is really understanding that you are enough mm-hmm. and that you really can be responsible for yourself. And you don't have to be punished, beat up, abused, violated, whatever. Even though you'll do it, you'll love each other, that's clear. Mm-hmm. And y'all are going to be good friends, that's clear. But without the boundaries, one of you is going to go too far and that's going to destroy the relationship. You got to have boundaries and clear agreements. That's true. Because it's cute yeah. now, it's fun. But you know, how many more, one day you're going to tell her to kiss your ass and that ain't going to be the day. She's going to come for you. Surprisingly, we know when we're crossing the line with each other. We just kind of, feel it and we we give each other space when that happens but yeah hopefully that that's never the case but then how does it get resolved it doesn't we don't yeah we don't really resolve it that's the problem yeah that's there's no consequence Mm -hmm. there's no consequence i had a really good friend uh we friends forever she recently passed away we worked together we were really good friends and there was something i used to say to her and for years and years and years and one day she said to me, I need to tell you that when you say that to me, it hurts my feelings. That thing crushed me so bad. I was like on do a lobotomy. <laughs> mm, yeah. Because oh I would never, ever in my life, I'd pull my nails out before I would hurt her. But when she said that to me, I, I said, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me that? I'm forgive me. I'm so she said, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I said, and I never want you to feel abused to save my feelings. Wow. And whatever it was that I did or said, I never, ever did it again. See, y'all don't have that. Yeah. If she says things to you that hurt you, she would never hurt you. If you do things to her that that feel vile, Miss Miss Dicey, when you do that. It triggers up me not feeling safe. Please, I gotta have my toilet paper. 
<laughs> you know, that's the level. That's the gentle friendshiping that you all have to do. Let each other know where your broken places are, where your wounds are. And when one of y'all crosses the line and then it's on you, you know, Punky, when you tell me those things in front of other people, you embarrass me. And and, 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 and I don't know how to respond and I don't want to come for you, but please don't embarrass me in front of other people. I bet you anything you'd stop it tomorrow. I was going to say part of it as well is we're both comedians. And so, you know, comics, we we always have these guards up or we, we're quick when we come back with stuff. So if we are in front of people, we make other people way more uncomfortable than we are ourselves. It's also assaultive to your soul, number one, to your soul. And it's reinforcing a dysfunctional pattern that both of you are bringing. Miss Punky not feeling safe, not feeling safe, Punky. She triggers that for you. And you've got to get a handle on what triggers it, when it's triggered, and how you respond to it. See, I'm a perfectionist. I'm an OCD perfectionist. And I used to be, it used to, if I walked into a room and everything wasn't in place, literally, it would take my breath away. It would take my breath away. And and I would get busy putting, now I'm a pig, I'm a slob. I'm, you see my office? <laughs> you you, 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 you found a way to let that go. It's not that the stuff is, is sloppy, it's that I release the trigger inside of me. So now I clean it when I want to. You understand? Yes. So you got to get a handle on that trigger. Yes, I want to release the trigger. Yeah, yeah I want to release it. it. I'm ready to be free yes. from it. Yeah, freedom. Give us sweet free. Yes, give us free chickens. I'm done. I'm 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 done. I don't want to live that life no more. I want to. I I because it's it's a bondage. It's holding me captive in some type of way of truly being happy. And I I just want it to be gone. Thank you. And it I, destroys your relationships, right? It does. It yes, it does. Yeah. It does. But see the money thing, punky. That's control too. When you hold the purse strings, you control. So that's the way you do it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I do have a tad bit of misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> I am working on it. And that's that's another yeah. thing. She plays a male role in our friendship because I'm very straight and she's very gay. I understand what you're saying. Then what you have to look at, Dicey, is what parts of your power do you give up in the presence of men? That's Ooh. what you have to look at. Ooh. <laughs> you want to tell her a couple things about how your marriage was ran? I know. No. Okay. I could tell you how her marriage ended, but go ahead and tell me. How it ran. You know, like, you just, he did everything for you. He did a lot. He Yeah. He, a, a lot of times. I can I, tell that. I, I felt like I wasn't cheap. able to think on my own with certain things. Yeah. yeah. And you're still doing that. That's the bonding pattern. Yeah. So you would get a control freak. So that you don't have to be responsible for yourself. Her thinking, making her happy, making doing it the way she wants it, which reinforces your core belief of I'm not enough or I'm mm-hmm. stupid or whatever. You know, so that's why y'all are together at this time. And y'all can really support each other in powerful healing. But it means that you're going to have to really be willing to step up, step in, say the hard things, have the hard conversations. And do it in, in gentle friendship. Yeah. But it's it's a powerful thing as sisters, you know, 
mm-hmm. straight, gay, it don't matter. You're still sisters, you mm-hmm. know? And and the universe has brought you together. So you're not together because you got the podcast and the tour and you're working. You're together to heal. So make that the priority. We should. Yeah, we should. We should. We both got out of some crazy, crazy marriages and yeah. But if you don't get anything else out of this call, I really want to support the two of you in creating some clear boundaries around speaking and behavior to get clear about having radical conversations when when things go left and setting some boundaries for yourself. Because I'm telling you, if you don't, one of you is going to cross a line that's going to repeat the pattern of your marriage. Because both of you are still married. Now you all are just married to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never lying. So let me ask you a question. I ask all of my guests, because you all know I got to go do another interview. Miss... Mm-hmm. Dicey, what do you know now that you didn't know when we started this call? I now know that um, I need to grow up and I need to take responsibility for my life and stop letting people make decisions for me, whether indirectly or directly. And yeah, and I, I now have to set boundaries for myself. That's what I've learned. And Punky, what do you know now that you didn't know when we started? I know I need to use my words. I need to stop oh expecting people to understand my needs and I need to stop expecting people to mm-hmm. do things in a way that I would do them. Instead, I need to say, hey, I like I kind of I kind of like it like that. Or, yo, if you drink the tequila, could you replace it? And I need to lose this. I need to lose this triggering event. I'm going to work on that. Well, you need to establish internal safety. Yes. Internal I need to safety. establish internal safety. Yeah. Well, well, good. So I did my job. Yes, you did. You <laughs> did. I also do want to talk to Dicey better. Like, even though it, we know we don't mean each other no harm, I think it's I think it's best that we fall back on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's a choice you're making. Yes. So you have to make an agreement when she speaks to you in a abusive, you know, unloving, unkind way. Are you open, Punky, to her saying, no, no? Yes. That's that's not acceptable. Very. Okay. And then what will be the consequence when that agreement is broken? Because it'll be broken. You're going to make the agreement that you wanna, you're going to speak to her better. When you don't, she's going to bring it to your awareness. She gets to do that three times because you'll violate it three times. What will be the consequence of the violation? Is that to figure out now? No, but you got to figure it out. Okay. I mean, maybe she'll have to give a thousand dollars to the reelect Trump campaign. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no! I'll never talk to you bad again. <laughs> See? Okay, that fixed or, it. Or she'll have to go on a date with a man, or oh. you know, whatever. Uh, you just come up with a consequence. <laughs> I mean, I'll go on a date with a guy, but she would have to say something like, and dress like this. Right. Yeah, you have to wear a skirt. So, Miss (laughs) Yama, having you here has been so helpful, so much more helpful than I think we both thought. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you for fixing our friendship. However... Uh, we got one more little thing to do. This Hopefully we're not backtracking here, but we're going to 
play this little game, this little segment called Is Punky Trippin'? So here okay. we go. Really quick on this Punky Trippin'. Everybody, y'all already know if y'all been listening to the podcast, how I go. I can't be sitting up here dishing out advice and not being able to take it. So <laughs> that's why we do Is Punky Trippin' so y'all can put me in my place. Now, this occurred at the Saturday Night Live after party. I had two tables. It was five at one table, five at the other table. They were right. They were very, very close to each other. So I told the waitress, I was like, listen, both of these tables are mine. I, I will take care of both of these tables. Put everything together. First of all, she was making me mad because she would come to the table, take one person order and walk off. And we were like, hey, hey, get back over here. Wait, what, what are you, what are you, we got 10 people at the table. What, what, what is going on? So she'll come back. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, my God. We, I, I know we're not sitting up here dealing with this. But you know what? Whatever. Let's have a good time. But at the end of the night, she brings me two bills that she's already charged my credit card to. So I got $400 on one card. I got, I think, $300 on the other card, on, on the other receipt. But she did it with one card. So she charged my card twice. That infuriated me. Because why are you binging my card like that? Stop binging. I told you, I looked at her, I said, I told you that these two tables were together. She said, oh, they're together. I said, but these receipts are separate. She said, oh, no, it's together. I said, no, they are side by side. <laughs> they're not together. I wanted everything on one bill. I told you to do that. And I just kind of snapped on her. I was just like, you done charged my credit card two times. This really done really made me mad. You didn't listen to what I said. I was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I got it. So I snapped a little bit. Then she didn't give me my card back. I'm drinking. I didn't notice she didn't give me my card back. I left. I had to come back. I said, yo, where's my card? She said, you have your card. I said, I don't have my card. She said, I gave you your card. I said, you didn't give me my card. I have a picture of the table because I take a picture of all the receipts. I'm like, somebody up in here got my card and I want it and I want it now. Oh, uh, okay. So she leaves. She come back. She gave me my card. I was like, I told you. I don't think I went that hard. I I didn't curse at her. Yeah. I didn't call out her name. Well, that so so Missy Yanla, you get to say if it's punky tripping this week. We have some criteria that we usually use to see if she's tripping. Number one, does she get loud? Which usually she does. In this instance, she did not get loud. I got loud. Well, you got okay, but did you did you call her out of her name? I That's did not. And the third one is would your father agree with how you handled this situation? I don't know. He probably would have like, come on, cut her some slack, player. She already got <laughs> enough tables, dog. Was she tripping well, to you, Missy Yama? Did you ask her? Did you initially ask her, these are my two tables. They're going to be one bill. Did you make that clear? I probably didn't say one bill. I did say together. Okay, well, there you go. So you tripping. I, <laughs> I, I, was, a, I was a server. Every, if you a server, it's like, it's it's... What, Everybody what, don't serve like you serve. Everybody don't ask for what you want. Use your words. These I, are my two tables. This is one bill. You just settled that so you, fast. It's you so demonstrate. You demonstrate your dissatisfaction with her service in the tip. All I'm saying that well, there it's it, shorthand it talk. It's like me and Dicey, we best friends, so we know how to shorthand talk. As waitresses, you, don't know you that know one shorthand. Of- we are, sh- and no, so it's, a, it's a waitress bond, and it's shorthand <laughs> talk with the waitress bond. All right, fine. I was tripping. You were, she was well, tripping. Well, obviously, it wasn't shorthand because she didn't get it. And again, you're a maximizer. So the littlest thing you're going to take to a 10 
or a 15. Yes. Now, what I would have said to her, here's another possibility. Oh, beloved, this is unacceptable. You need to cancel these two things out and give me one bill. Okay, can you do that? Oh, beloved. Okay, whenever I'm addressing stuff, I will use the word beloved. Well, you know, beloved has many meanings. It could be fool. (laughs) And it depends on how you say it. Beloved. That means fool. You need to sit down. Or, oh, beloved. It means that you done lost your darn mind. But when you say it from the heart, oh, beloved, just this is unacceptable. I need one bill. Cancel these and give me one. Okay. And bring me back my card. You know what? And I appreciate you so much. In a couple of months, we're going to hit you up and tell you how your advice okay. has, has yes. tremendously affected this friendship and also my relationships with other people as well. So, because yeah. I think it'll help. I'm going to start doing the work today. And I'm going to send you screenshots of all the toilet paper that I've bought. <laughs> <laughs> and go to Sam's Club. <laughs> yes. Thank you so, 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 so much. here's a rule. When we only have three rolls, go get some more. Okay, I like that. We can start a rule. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. This this has just been a tremendous effect. Everything about you, your energy is just transferring over through the screen so hard. And I received that and I appreciate that. I feel like I'm having a better day because we talked to yeah, each other. Yeah, me too. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you so, so much for putting me in my place and making me realize I need to look at the woman in the mirror and I got some work to do. And thank you very much. Me too. Well, thank you for being so authentic. That's That speaks to what a big woman you are. Oh, Both absolutely. Of Both of you. Thank you all. Thank you. You've been listening to the Love Thing Podcast with Punky Johnson and Dyson. Tune in every week to listen to us talk that talk about love. That's right. Punky and I are just a click away at speak dash to dot us slash love thing pod share your questions and we'll provide our take on whatever's going on in your love life love thing is a serious xm and lol radio production it's hosted by me punky johnson and me dicey executive produced by kevin hart mike stein brian smiley eric eddings eric wow and leslie guam we are produced by lise ellis and engineered by marcus hum Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.